0: Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Make sure to get this podcast each and every week. Subscribe, rate and review it, and share it with all of your friends. This week's podcast is about purity in the prophetic. How do we hear or see God's voice with purity? It seems like we're struggling right now to hear his pure voice above all the distractions, biases, and all the noise. But before we continue, do you have your copy of my latest book, Prophetic Secrets? It's available in book format digital and audio on Amazon, or you can go to jenniferevaz.com and purchase your signed copy in the USA. You can also purchase your copy inside Australia. Just hit the shop USA tab or the shop Australia tab at jenniferevaz.com. Now back to our topic and just a bit of review, something happened when the Holy Spirit fell on the church in power in Acts chapter 2. First he came like a sound, the sound of a windstorm, and then he appeared like tongues of fire and came individually on each person tearing in the upper room in Jerusalem. I would imagine you could feel the heat and the fire of God in that moment. But most likely, you know this story, once the Holy Spirit fell upon the people, they began to supernaturally speak in previously unknown languages. They were praising the Lord, understandably, in languages they had never learned before. But they were the languages of the different dialects visiting Jerusalem that day. And these sights, these sounds began to draw a very large crowd. The apostle Peter, he saw his opportunity, and he began to preach to the onlookers, beginning with the ancient prophecy found in the book of Joel. Peter said, And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And all my servants and all my maidservants, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy." And we've been prophesying ever since, either by seeing God's word in visions and dreams or hearing God's prophetic word as he speaks to our heart or even audibly. My point here is the prophetic gift, the prophetic anointing is normal. To not have some kind of prophetic expression in our lives or in our church is not normal. And we are seeing more and more of the prophetic expression in the body of Christ and not less as time goes on is my observation. Where I was going today is how to position yourself to see and to hear for real what God is saying, you know, and to hear the pure word of the Lord. This season has presented us with so many people having visions and dreams. Everyone saying it's coming from the Holy Spirit. But these visions, these dreams are all over the place. They contradict each other or they are a repeat of Fox News. God doesn't contradict himself and he doesn't copy the news media. And then some seem to have a wrong spirit on them altogether. A spirit of fear, a foreboding spirit, a conspiracy spirit, perhaps. They are coming from a pure place. And we have to go back to some basics to get this back, you know, to get purity back, purity in the prophetic. Now, I wrote into this in my book, Prophetic Secrets, that any belief that holds us more strongly than the truth of his written word will bend and distort his voice accordingly when it comes. Ezekiel chapter 14 verse 4 says this, Therefore speak to them and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, every one of the house of Israel who sets up his idols in his heart and puts before him what causes him to stumble into iniquity and then comes to the prophet, I, the Lord, will answer him who comes according to the multitude of his idols." What does it mean that God will answer an Israelite according to the multitude of his idols? When Ezekiel made reference to idols, he was referring to the vile practices of worshiping other gods in addition to worshiping Yahweh. We can envision the wayward Israelite going off somewhere, perhaps to a shrine they had built at home or to a designated temple nearby, and then performing some kind of prayer, offering, or ritual to a false god. No matter where they paid homage to the physical idol, this verse made it clear that the idol ruled them from the altar of their own hearts. As a result, anything that God chose to say to them became shaded Influenced and voiced over by the idol as a result. Most Christians would not dare worship another God in this manner. Still, we all have biases, personal bents, preferences, beliefs. And these preferences, these beliefs, they were never authored by the author, Jesus Christ. For example, God might give you a dream or speak his prophetic word to you about your nation. However, it just so happens you are mad at something happening in the nation. You are angry at, let's say, abortion, politicians, secular media, the church, or something else. You are genuinely angry at people because of something they've collectively done that's unjust or offended you. Well, in the light of this, I'm always reminded here when God began to call unfaithful, idolatrous Israel back to him through his prophet Hosea. Listen to these words, and I'm in Hosea chapter 2, verse 14, 19, and 20. Therefore, behold, I will allure her, will bring her into the wilderness, and speak comfort to her. I will betroth you to me forever. Yes, I will betroth you to me in righteousness and justice, in loving kindness and mercy. I will betroth you to me in faithfulness, and you shall know the Lord. God, who so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, he will speak a powerful word of reconciliation to his church or to a nation's government or to sinful people, calling them back to him and at his discretion. You, on the other hand, are angry. You want justice. You want to see people punished, harmed, hit by lightning, anything, because you're disgusted with it all. You want it to stop, and I get it. We all get it. But our biases, our thinking, our preferences, these are not God's thoughts. Remember, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. It's Isaiah 55, verse 8. And we have to be disciplined to lay down all of our preferences, our opinions, our biases at his feet, at the foot of the cross, to truly hear or see the Lord's voice with purity our opinions and preferences are often the idol we hold in our heart. I recall one prophet who predicted during a previous election season, a red wave of new representatives in the house. Well, that didn't happen. The opposite happened. And yet this prophet would not admit the wrong. He claimed this is how the Lord showed it to him and left it right there. You see, this is the problem that I'm addressing over and over about prophets and politics, because there are these idols in this And prophets can't see or hear past the voice of the idol in their own heart. And when we are jaded and when we are angry, well, that too is an idol that speaks louder than the voice of God within us. If God prophesies a word of reconciliation, we won't hear it. We won't see it. The idol of personal opinion will see dreams of disaster, visions of judgment, hear the voice of penalty every single time, no matter what God really has to say about it. I'm not saying that God is soft on sin or doesn't ever clearly state the consequences, but we have to always go back to the cross when it comes to the prophetic. I'm going to say that again. We have to go back to the cross when it comes to the prophetic. Jesus died for our sins and is reconciling mankind back to God. The prophetic should do the same. It needs to point people back to Jesus. I'm really unsure about the rest of what's coming out these days. Who does the prophetic word point to? If it's pointing to the prophet and in a sensationalistic way, it has the wrong spirit on it. There's an idol at work here somewhere. So let's get back to maturity in the prophetic and start asking God to create in us a clean heart. Well, thank you once again for listening to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Help me get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Just go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.